This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is Monday. It is time for the Hangover Crew, and yeah, we're hangover. We're hangover. Yeah, we're hungover with news, my friends, <laughs> and it's big news because the Pittsburgh Steelers have found the man that should be competing for the QB one position. Now I say com- competing. You know what? I'm sucking already this morning. I'm. Uh, in fact, it's not even morning. Let's start this over. <laughs> Pittsburgh Nothing Steeler to see fans. here. Please disperse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do it again because I know the podcast producer. Let me do that. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for the hangover. And there's a reason to be hungover today because there is big news. One of the biggest free agent signings <laughs> in Pittsburgh Steelers history. It's Mitch Trubisky coming to the Berg. Whether you love it or you don't, we're going to talk Mitch, Mitch, and more Mitch today. Here we go. Tony Defio, what is going on? I'm great. I'm I'm glad that uh, it was Curtis. Curtis, I'm glad Mitch was a courtesy. I can't talk. Courteous enough to sign before I show so we have something to talk about. Sorry. You know, that always seems to happen. Shannon White. You weren't around too much uh, last year around this time on this show. Mm-mm. So we, Tony and I used to always get the breaking news. We so Stuff would happen on Monday <laughs> all the time. And here, here it goes again. What's up, buddy? I'm, I'm excited. I, 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 we've talked about it before. I was wanting him and he was one of the guys that I thought they should target. And so I'm glad they got it out of the way, but we got to get us some offensive line and help now. We definitely do, and that's the Steelers. You know, I expect them to be looking at it. I don't expect them to be done this week, but let's just go ahead, and we will go ahead and talk about Mitch Trubisky. We're not going to say he signed yet because this is the tampering period, so he has agreed to a contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's already tweeted it out, and that looks pretty good. I mean, he's excited. He says he's excited. So there you go. Now we're going to, what I really want you to do in the live chat here is I just want you to go ahead and let us know what you think about this transaction. Just happy or sad, love it or hate it. 
just write love it or hate it. And I want to just take a little bit of a poll. So that's what we'll do. We don't know the money yet. And we're assuming that the money is going to be anywhere between the 10 and 15 range. We're hoping more closer to 10. You know, I would expect it to be probably around 12. Shannon, what's your thoughts on the money that we don't know yet? I'm I'm with you. I'm hoping it's between 10 and 12, but you know, he chose the Steelers over the Giants, he said. So um I, I think it could be for organizational you know stability, but it could have been the money. He said they might have had to go over 12. All right, Tony Defio. I'm guessing it's gonna be over 12 because he was the number one free agent quarterback on the market, presumably. Uh, him and maybe Jameis Winston. So for him to sign so fast, I think if, if he didn't think the market was there for him, he, he probably would have waited uh, to see what else was out there. I don't think he would have agreed to terms so quickly if, if it wasn't for what he wanted. So I think it's probably going to be over $12 million. I mean, he's going to want to be a starter. I mean, that's and there are a lot of teams out there that are looking for starters. So, you know, he, he had the leverage. Well, the Steelers are using a very Dave Schofield type answer. Just saying, well, we're bringing him in to compete with Mason Rudolph. You know, so they're not going to commit. But when we see the numbers on that, you're going to know that it's a commitment. And you're going to know that he's the definitive starter. And if he's not, then this is a lot of problems. I mean, this is going to be a huge problem if he is not the starter. And I, I would expect that he is. So let me ask you this, this question. We're getting a lot of, it seems like we're getting more Lovitz. We're getting some neutrals. Um, we're getting a couple of hate but it seems more Lovitz here. Um, you mentioned the Giants, Tony. And if that was Tony who mentioned that, it might've been Shannon. But it seemed that in this situation that he, it was mentioned that he, he felt the organizational structure was better. And he thought that the, uh, better chance to win and i think i think he really goes along with uh what matt canada is trying to do as well you've got a mobile quarterback you've got a guy that has had a really good winning percentage as a starter went 11 and 3 one year um was a boinked field goal attempt from uh going from going into the second round of the playoffs you know the guy has some talent there's uh but he's also played for the bears and he also underachieved so for you not to get that second contract with your original team that means that you do have some warts but from what you see shannon do you think that there are more pros than cons in this move no definitely he um i made a statement earlier that he was overdrafted and somebody said well if he was overdrafted you know you're talking about how talented he is and he has arm talent and athleticism. Those are the guys that are first-round draft picks. But he went to Chicago that did not have the surrounding – they couldn't surround him with the talent that he needed. And it's a quarterback graveyard in, hmm. you know, Chicago. They've When you're talking about Jim McMahon being one of your greatest quarterbacks ever, that tells you <laughs> that, you know, you're not a quarterback factory at, at, the, at the least. So – um, I think that he probably got an opportunity to learn a lot last year, uh, sitting behind Josh Allen and with Buffalo. I think he's coming in. You know, you look at the, between the Giants and the Steelers, he has Tomlin, he has the Roonies, 
uh, and I think that it was pretty much an easy decision because he's very familiar with the Steeler organization. And uh, so I, I think he made the right decision, and I think he could be a really good bridge quarterback and maybe more. Just We'll just have to see how it pans out. There you go. Now, Tony, what are your thoughts about this? Do you feel that Mitch Trubisky is here to be a bridge, or do you feel that he could be the future starter for this team and new scenery is re- going to be really good for this guy? Well, when you think about it, you know, if you draft a guy that high in 2017, I mean, are, are you or the if as, as a team or the player, are you are you saying, well, I hope in 2022 I get to be a bridge quarterback? No, you're still hoping to, you're hoping to be in the prime of your career. So my point is, there's uh, there's still a lot of pedigree there, and he's a recent draft pick. So uh, if you get him in in here and 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 you, he has improved from his time in Chicago, he he benefited from his time in Buffalo then he could be the guy for the next five or 10 years. And, and if you can find the guy that quickly, so quickly after Ben Roethlisberger retired, then, you know, count your lucky stars. So, uh, yeah, he, you know, right now, yeah, it looks like he could be the bridge quarterback to, to your next big guy, but he's also 27 years old. And, and you know, if, if you if you can, you know, flesh out that 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 first round talent, then then he's your new, he can be your new franchise guy. So I, I think it, it can go either way, but, but I'm thinking minimum bridge, but he could be so much more than that if if uh, if they can develop him further and, and get the most out of his abilities. Well, let's look at the numbers for Mitch Trubisky in his career. He started 12 games in 2017, his rookie year. And Tony mentioned the fact that they picked him number two overall in Chicago. One thing that you didn't mention, Tony, and it's interesting is Chicago had the number three pick and San Francisco had the number two. They traded up to number two. They traded one spot to make sure that they got Trubisky. So they really coveted this guy coming out of the University of North Carolina. Quarterback record his first year, four and eight. He was had seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. His next season, he was a pro bowler, was 11-3. He had a 66.6 completion percentage. Threw for 3,223 yards in 14 starts that year, 24 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. The next year, 15 starts, went eight and seven, 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. The next year in 2020, I believe they were a playoff team. They eked into the playoffs. He had 16 touchdowns, eight interceptions. And last year, in a backup role to Josh Allen, he had one interception, no touchdowns. He uh, did not start any games, but he appeared in six games. So his career, he's a 64.1 completion percentage. He has thrown for over 10,650 yards in his career. This is the stat I want to talk about. 64 touchdowns, 38 interceptions. That is, what about? 40% more than interceptions for touchdowns. That's incredible guy. That's, that is a pretty good quarterback as far as that goes. Yeah. Shannon, what do you think about those stats? Well, two to one ratio for touchdowns to interceptions is kind of the goal uh, for a good to average quarterback. And uh, of course, you know, anything above that is, is, 
is gravy. But he's proven that he's an NFL-capable quarterback. Over 10,000 yards, over 64% completion percentage, all those things. Um, and getting two teams with the Bears that were not really that good into the playoffs. Um, he can win. You can win with him. And uh, with this offense, if they can, uh, you know, play to his strengths, uh, you know, everybody's talking about that he does have some accuracy issues. Uh, he's slow to get uh, his hips through his delivery. There's a few things that in the past he showed having issues with. He, he might have cleaned a lot of that up last year with Buffalo because uh, I think he got better coaching last year than he'd ever had. So um, I think that everybody, you know, is screaming for play action and, and, and the mobility factor. He, you know, he'll have all that. And he'll he'll add that to offense that they didn't have the last couple of years. So uh, I think he he is definitely uh, worth uh, rolling the dice on. Um, of the guys out there, it was him and Mariota's the two I thought were good fits. So I think they got the best option at twenty seven years old. All right, we have breaking news. Then the Steelers have signed one of their own. And this is one that is going to be met with some excitement to some and disdain for others. Chuksakorafor is back on a two-year deal. Just announced, <coughs> just came over in the last 30 seconds, and that is official. So there is an offensive lineman there in Pittsburgh that they do have another one. Now, I want to go ahead and read this real quick. It's Peter with a comment, and... We need O and D linemen. You don't shore that up. I don't care who you have at quarterback. He'll get killed. What did they spend any more than $9 million per year is too much. So many holes to fill before getting future quarterback. Well, I talked to Dave Schofield today, and he is thinking that the deal is probably going to count about five and a half, six million against the cap this year the way the Steelers structure deals and everything. And that's not bad for a starting NFL quarterback to have in there. They are going to, this is just the start of it. Draft hasn't started yet. We, the Steelers haven't drafted anybody. They're bringing Chooks back, but that doesn't mean that Chooks is going to be a starter. They're going to bring somebody in on the offensive line and the de defensive line as well. And this is breaking news from about two, three minutes ago. The bears have, released defensive tackle Eddie Goldman who if you remember Eddie Goldman is a man up front he is tough that could be a guy on the Steelers radar as well you know those big defensive linemen that they covet Eddie Goldman would be perfect for this team to bring in so they're not done this is not going to kill your salary cap this move here even though we don't know the numbers yet it's going to be an opportunity for this team to bring more guys in. You might not get any more news today, but be patient. It's a it's a two-week period, basically, with free agents. I expect us to hear so much more going down on Thursday and Friday as well. So what's your thoughts, Tony, on the Chook signing? I mean, I'm a little surprised. Uh, but, you know, with the scenario you laid out, maybe he's – just being brought back just for insurance and, and they have bigger plans, whether it's being free agency or the draft, and then he can maybe be your swing tackle, which is, we, we know he's capable of that. Uh, but I think this, this speaks a lot about Zach Banner and what they think of him. I mean, they signed him to a multi-year deal last year and he barely got on the field and you would think he's 
he's 100% healthy now from that torn ACL he suffered after he won a starting job in 2020. Uh, so, I mean, I think it says a lot about him that he's not he's not in their plans to, to, to be the uh, starting right tackle this year. So, uh, again, I'm surprised, but but like you said, it's not over yet. It's still early, and we have a whole six months to go basically until uh, this, you know these guys get out there for real. So there, there's a lot that can happen between now and then. One thing that drove me crazy, we did the Q&A last night, and a lot of people were saying, oh, my gosh, the Steelers are standing pat. They're not <laughs> doing anything. And and we have not – they're just sitting on their hands right now. And that just drove me crazy because free agency doesn't officially start until next week. It's just the fact that they didn't make a trade for a guy. And really, this is – how different is this than making a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? Now, I understand that this was, for the Steelers, it was between Garoppolo and between Trubisky to bring in, and Trubisky doesn't cost you anything as far as it goes with draft picks, and he's going to be a whole lot cheaper than than Jimmy Garoppolo. So what about Jimmy G here? Do you think that this is a better move than bringing in a guy like Jimmy G, Shannon White? No, I've already, I wasn't a fan of bringing in uh, Jimmy G, he uh, he's had a g- incredible opportunity for the last few years to play with a very talented San Francisco 49ers team. And if you surround him with that kind of talent, he can be successful. But I did not want him in Pittsburgh because this is basically a rebuilding situation. They're in the middle of it now, maybe. Um, but it's still a rebuilding situation, and he would not have that talent to lean on here. So I'm much happier with the Trubisky signing than uh, I would have been with Jimmy G. Um, Oakleford, I think it's them bringing him back is more a sign of the way they're going to change some of their blocking schemes because they're talking about playing uh, more zone. And if they they want mobility, and we know he is very mobile. And uh, so I think that speaks more of, their plans to change some of their offensive line schemes and blocking. uh, And that's why they brought him back. The Steelers are going to cut some players. There is going to be news this week of guys that they let go. And does this, Tony, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier when you were talking about Chooks. Do you think that this means that we will see a casualty this week being Zach Banner? Yeah, (laughs) I think, I think this, uh, it's not, it's not a good sign for him because, you know, with Shook struggling to you know be above average, he's had a lot of chances in his career to really improve, and he really is still a, a, a mediocre right tackle. Uh, for them to re-sign him, it, it tells you all you need to know about what they think of Zach Banner. So, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, they still have more plans for the offensive line as far as trying to improve it. Uh, and, and I think, you know, with, with – uh, Shooks being uh, brought back, I think that's that signals the end of, of Zach Banner. I'm not loving the Chooks news, but I get it, and I'm fine with it because of that. Let's go ahead and bring in Snowman. Gives us five dollars, and Snowman is Tony. Give us your nickname for Snowman. He's our Robin Masters, our, our resident Robin Masters. And if you don't know who Robin Masters is, you haven't watched the greatest show of all time, Magnum PI. There you go. Steelers sign Arthur Mollett to a two-year deal. I always mess his name up. It might be Mallet, but I like Mollet because hmm. I know 
Tony and Shannon, I had one in, in the late 80s. And I'm sure you guys had mullets. We need to see your mullet pictures. Did you have a mullet, <laughs> Shannon? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Forget about Shannon. Tony, did you have a mullet? No, my hair actually, uh, when I had more hair, I looked worse. So that shows you what you need to know about my hairdo in the day. Oh, man, I had a flowing. It wasn't too long because of this curly hair, but I it went down to here. And it was just, oh, man, I want to bring that back. I, I just won't get employed anywhere else if I if I go ahead and do that. And I'm talking about in my other, in my real career. Steeler Nation says Juju will stay four more years. $34 million. Gives us $2 for that. I mean, that would be awesome. I don't think that's breaking news. I, I would think that that's a prediction there. Look, I'm all for bringing in Juju bringing him back i think he solidifies that now here's a question to you fellas and juju could be a very big part of this who is the most important piece of the puzzle to help mitch trubisky on the field i'm not talking about coaches i'm talking about what player is he is trubisky going to benefit most from having around and who's going to benefit from having trubisky we'll start with shannon I think the who he's going to be the most important to his development will obviously be Harris uh, because I think this signifies that they're going to try to build around Harris and get that running game going. And the person that's going to benefit the most from having Trubisky will be Firemuth because I think you're going to see more play action, uh, work in the f middle of the field more. And we know that, that, uh, you know, in this offense, a tight end of Firemuth's caliber could be like a really good security blanket for Trubisky because he doesn't necessarily like to throw out the numbers outside the numbers as much as Ben did. So I, I think you'll see Trubisky uh, use Firemuth a lot more. Tony, what do you think? Do you Who do you think is going to benefit more from him and who's going to help Mitch? Well, I think, I mean, Harris is, is the new uh... – the, the, the new player that this offense is going to be built around moving forward. So uh, until the next quarterback proves that you, you should build around him, whether that's Trubisky or somebody else, I don't know. So I think Harris, so, you know, if he's the, if he's the player that he was last year, only better because he's, he's, he's heading into a second year, then that's only going to help Trubisky and the rest of the offense. As far as uh, uh, who, who Trubisky helps, I think, I, I think he's right now, you know, the most talented quarterback on the roster. Uh, so, you know, he's going to help those receivers. I mean, you know, we, we've seen them struggle so much the last couple of years with, you know, having the, to, the, the play at a short passing game, so to speak. So to have somebody with a, you know, a, a late twenties arm, a much better arm, I, you know, I, Ben still had a good arm by the end, but he wasn't what he was in his prime. So Trubisky certainly has a better arm than Ben did the last few years. So that's going to help guys. If Juju comes back, because he, he was such a playmaker his first couple of years. And then all of a sudden, you know, that, that disappeared because of the quarterback play and, and the offensive line uh, played the last few years. So I think he's going to benefit these receivers. Now they're, they're going to have a lot. Uh, they're going to, they're going to have more room to, to, to grow and, and, and maybe uh, more of their, their, what they call it uh, route tree to use. So I think it's going to benefit. He's going to benefit guys like Juju and Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. 
All right, so let's uh, we'll we'll see what happens with Juju. Not that I want to bring in a bunch of Chicago Bears, but Mark to- Tobin says this, and I love it. He was just released the other day. Uh, in fact, Tariq Cohen of the Chicago Bears, a really fast guy, great third down type of back, signed Cohen as a backup runner. I would do that in a heartbeat. That guy is sneaky quick and catches a lot of balls out of the backfield. Man, I would bring that guy in in a hurry, and he knows how to find the, the end zone. So that'd be really cool. I I would love to see something like that. There's going to be some signings that are not blockbuster. They're going to be piece of the puzzle, guys, that we're going to love. We're going to end up loving. You're going to see it on paper. You'll be like ho-hum. But in the long run, it'll be good because this is a piece of the puzzle team. What's the next piece of the puzzle? that needs to be brought out of the box, Tony. I think it's got to be. I think they have to figure out the cornerbacks. uh, uh, Because, I mean, they have nobody else. I mean, Sutton, obviously, but uh, Hayden's a free agent. Weatherspoon's, as far as I know, still a free agent. Uh, They're probably not going to bring Hayden back, it doesn't look like. So are they going to be able to bring Weatherspoon back? And if they do, are they going to be content with with Weatherspoon and Sutton on the outside and somebody like Millette as your slot? Or are you going to go out and and sign another player cornerback to play on the outside to be to be your starter alongside Witherspoon so I think it has to be the, the secondary right now because I think because I don't think they have enough bodies it doesn't seem well Carlton Davis is going back to the Buccaneers that happened in the last hour JC Jackson looks to be signing like an 84 million dollar five-year deal with the Los Angeles Chargers let me throw out a crazy name to you not so crazy it's a familiar name Shannon White do you think this there could be a possible reunion with a man that played here just two years ago? I believe he wore number 22, Stephen Nelson. I was not the biggest Nelson fan. Um, I, he had a pretty good year with the Eagles, of course. Um, but I would rather see them go after a, uh, you know, even a Gilmore uh, or somebody of, of that caliber. Uh, there's a few of your, I just think this defense needs a top corner. Uh, and I don't really trust them to draft one. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be the, the only route, you know, depending on who's still left out there. But um, Gilmore is about the same age as Hayden was when they brought him in. And they've got some good years with Hayden. So they might look at Gilmore that way. We'll have to see. So let's go ahead and mention one more thing about Mitch Trubisky. I want to ask you this question. And if you're, if you're someone that watches or listens to me frequently, you know that I've mentioned this name so much and it's Ryan Tannehill. And with Ryan Tannehill being in the same situation a few years ago when he, before he went to the Titans that Trubisky is now, do you really think that Trubisky could be, that Ryan Tannehill type player with the change of scenery just works out for him. I kind of think he can Shannon white. Yeah. You know, Tannehill left a situation in Miami that was, it still is uh, obviously uh, a lot of problems going on there organizationally. And he didn't have the most talent around him on offense. Uh, He goes to Tennessee uh, and they've just kept giving him weapons. And, you know, of course, he had Derrick Henry in that running game. 
strong coaching staff with Mike Vrabel, it makes a difference. I mean, you know, you're for a quarterback, he you need that. Uh, the the talent and the stability. So I could very easily see Trubisky doing the same thing with the Steelers. Tony, so somebody just mentioned, you talked about cornerback, and Josh just mentioned, we don't draft too well when it comes to cornerback. And I'm not going to argue that one because I always do. The Steelers are never in position to draft a big-time cornerback. And I will say, Artie Burns was a reach pick because you just wanted to get a corner. And that's what they did. And that was wrong. Um, so with that being said, Tony, I'm not going to argue it. I'm going to let you argue it. Can the Pittsburgh Steelers draft the corner? <laughs> it's harder. To, it's harder to do in the 20s. I mean, it just is. Like you said, those big time guys usually are gone by the top 10, 15. Let me look at. Joe Hayden was what number eight overall. So, you know, I mean, but I like what you said a few minutes ago about Stephen Nelson. I mean, that, that's not, not something that's not a player we should scoff at. If they can mend their fences and, and you sign a Witherspoon and you have Hayden, or I'm sorry, if you, and you have Nelson as your other corner along with Sutton, that's not a bad secondary, you know, next year. So, uh, you know, they haven't proven that they can draft corners. So, but if you can get a guy like a, a Nelson, then yeah, I, I, I would be, I would be more than fine with that. I don't have to work with them. <laughs> they do. So, you know, as long as they can mend those fences, that's all that matters. Shannon, how many more moves this week that do you think are going to happen? I'm going to go ahead and make the over under three. Will that be over or under? Including signing their own guys. Um, <laughs> no, let's I'm talking outside. Okay, I'll say under, because uh, I would rather, again, if you can make a run for uh, Daniels, okay. uh, guard from Chicago, or Corbett, uh, another guard from the Rams, uh, uh, Gilmore. You know, I'd rather see a, a couple of big-time guys that's going to make a real difference than I would multiple uh, picks here in the early going that are, you know, mid-range or that really don't move the needle. So, yeah, I'm going to say under. Tony, over under three. I'm going to say even because I think there's room to, to get a, bring a right guard in. There's room for one more corner, and there's room for maybe even a receiver, you know. So you have, uh, what, seven – you figure Trubisky's going to take up 12, 10, 12 million – you have what about 17, 18 million left? You can make three pretty decent moves. So I'm going to say three. I'm going to go ahead and I was going to say three as well. So I'm going to stick with that. It's not going to be more than that. And I'm just talking this week, bringing somebody in. Now, there could be a small trade, you know, like the Chris Wormley deal that happened two years ago. There could be something like that as well. But my question now, as we wrap up, Mitch. Tony, yes or no? Was this a good signing? Yes, it's it's the way I, it's the way I would do it. You don't have to go out and, Shane, and, and Shannon. Does this point the arrow up for the Steelers? Yes, I think it remains to be seen. But again, when you're you're talking about the, um, you know, was this a good signing or not? Uh, does it make sense? Does he fit, you know, check off all the boxes? And, 
is it a better move than just riding into next year with Rudolph? Uh, definitely, this is a good move. All right, well, l- let me ask you this. I said that's the last thing I was going to wrap it up, but there's still some people that are upset about this. But what did we want to come out of today? Did we want anything less than Mitch Trubisky? Because there doesn't seem to be anything more than Mitch Trubisky unless you make a trade. And I, I don't think, and people are going to be complaining if if you spend spend draft capital and a huge chunk of money on Kirk Cousins, on Jimmy G, on anybody like that that you trade for. If you go lower than that, if you go Jacoby Brissett, if you go Marcus Mariota, which I was fine with Mariota, but that is not that is not the pick that uh, that is not the signing that I think trubisky is so with that being said i really think that this was the best case scenario for today so with that shannon i'm going to ask you this does this change anything about the draft no because we talked about seeing the stillers you know look in that second round if one of the guys they really like a quarterback falls in uh to that spot but this takes it out of the first round for sure, I, I would say, uh, because I don't think they're going to – unless, say, Willis uh, or maybe even Pickett falls to 20, then they might have to rethink that. But I think that they're going to look elsewhere and maybe a quarterback in the second round. So it really doesn't change all that much. And and he was the, the best <laughs> of what was available, uh, definitely. Tony, do you think that this makes it even more apparent that an offensive lineman is going to be picked in the first round? Yeah, because uh, you know, I think it, if you they still need they still need help there, and and as Shannon said, unless Willis and, and Pickett are there at twenty, and I doubt either one of those guys is going to be there. I don't see them going after a how or anything like that. I, I think this takes the pressure off of reaching for a quarterback when you have, when you have somebody like Trubisky under contract. And I think, you know, if, if there's, there's still such a chance for him to develop into, into a, the, the real deal. The guy that was picked second overall, even if he was overdrafted, he's still a first-round talent. Uh, that You know, if you bring in a, a first-round quarterback now, then basically you're, sig- you're signaling that this is our guy. And sorry, Mitch, but you're, you really are the bridge. So if you bring in – if you, you know, go out there and you draft a lineman, uh, and you're, you're showing it, hey, look, we're, we're looking to improve our line, and we're doing it for you, Mitch, we want you to uh, the, 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 be the best possible quarterback you can be. We're, we're, we're giving you, you know, we're designing the offense around you. We're, we're, we're improving the line. So I think this this makes it much uh, more likely that they're going to go out and get a tackle or a center or a guard, somebody like that. Let me ask you this, and I'll start with Shannon. Number two rolls around, and a kid from Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter, is there. You don't hesitate to take a guy like Ritter. Do you? No, no. I, I've been talking about him for two years. I think he's got the perfect makeup uh, for a quarterback. You know, he's improved every year, four years straight. Uh, been on in a successful program. He he really helped Cincinnati's football program to where they were. You know, in talk being in the playoffs uh, last year, and he's a. He's got the moxie. He's got a certain makeup to him. Um, 
and he has no athletic limitations. So he's definitely a guy that you'd want to to pick there in that second round and let him sit there and learn and develop. I, I think he's a he would be a great option. I don't think he's going to fall that far, but if he did, I think you'd have to take him in that second round. Tony Ritter, second round. Any other quarterback, second round? I mean, I, I could I could see that move. I mean, if you if you do bring a, a guy in the second round, it's not going to be as threatening to, to to you know the guy you decide to be your presumed starter. So uh, I, I could see that. It, it, you know, if you draft some again, if you draft something in the first round, that that might like. <laughs> Uh, uh, screw with with uh, somebody said psychology, but the second round, you know, that's not. Yeah, I could if you can. Uh, Ritter's he's an exceptional talent, so I mean, I, I would I would be happy with that. All right, we've got a C nod. I uh, C N O D from Austria. What do you think about offensive lineman Raymond? That's Bernard. Raymond, I think, uh, draft in the first or second round. And once again, greetings from Australia. Gives us 499 euro dollars, and we appreciate that. Thank you, C. No D. Love it. Thank you so much. Um, I have no problem with Raymond. Um, love to have him more in the second round. I think that's a complete gift in the second round if you could draft a guy like that uh, for a team that needs tackles. Depends what you do in the first round. He might be a, a reach with a first-round pick. Shannon, what do you, you know about uh, Raymond? Not a whole lot. Uh, I've focused more on uh, pinning. Um, both guys have, you know, some fundamental struggles and, and technique issues, uh, played against smaller competition. Uh, I I'm like you. I'd rather see him, uh, you know, if they trade back maybe early second round, uh, but at 20, I, I think that's a little early for him. Tony, do you know anything about Bernard? It's my first time uh, hearing his name. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll come to learn more about him as the draft approaches. But, uh, you know, again, if they went that route in the first round, or because you need, you need to improve that line, you need more talent there, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. All right, so – there's so many things that are going to be happening here. I am really excited for this draft coming up, but I'm excited for the rest of the week. Some guys are going to uh, be available. There's going to be new guys in black and gold this week as well. Um, I know that we've crowned Mitchburg, but we're going to be talking about something completely different tomorrow. So what is your, what's your gut saying? And I'll ask Tony first, what's your gut saying the next move for the Steelers? It could be an inside guy. It could be a guy from outside of the organization. It could be a trade or it could be a cut. What do you think the next move is? Hmm. Actually, I, I, I get the feeling uh, they're going to sign. They're going to bring in an outside corner. I don't know who uh, at this point, but it's, it's not one of the top guys, I guess. But they're going to bring in a, a, an outside corner. Because they 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 need somebody to uh, start, even if they have Weatherspoon already on you know under contract by then. I, I think I think they need to bring in a, an outside guy. So that's that's what I think is going to happen. Shannon, what's your next move? What's your get? Hopefully, it's uh, like I said, somebody like Daniels, who's uh, the perfect age, uh, plays a, a position they need to focus on there at right guard. So 
I'm hoping that, that it'll be that because you know they can't sit on their hands because demand is high right now, and if they don't get him quick, they're not getting him. Well, I think Kevin Colbert and his gang should be going all the way up to Chicago and just hanging out there and mm. talking to a, a bunch of guys because there's with Daniels, <laughs> with Goldman, with Cohen, uh, with even even the fact that we forgot about um, Hicks. There are definitely players out there. I think there's going to be some cuts. I think it's Banner. I think it's Schobert. And Kevin Colbert Sr. just said that as well. I think you're going to see guys like that go. If they, the next move, I think, is trying to be a Kello Witherspoon, bring him in. Now, there's been rumors that I have not seen, but they were flashing on the live chat saying that Detroit is interested in Terrell Edmonds. And that's a guy that I thought that the Steelers would definitely be bringing back. Um, does the the Arthur Millette thing, does that change things by re-signing him for two years? Or do you still expect Terrell Edmonds to be here, Tony? I would like to see them bring him back. I mean, uh, he's a good player. Minka Fitzpatrick apparently enjoys playing with him. They work well together. Uh, you know, he's not a horrible player. He's just not, you know, this. Uh, he's not a Ronnie Lott playmaker he's just he's a really solid safety so i can't see why they why they wouldn't bring him back with this this is the risk you take when you don't pick up the fifth year option but hopefully they can work work something out and, and, and bring him back and and uh maintain as much of that secondary as they can shannon what do you think i don't think Millet that deal really impacts what they do with Edmonds. um you know one thing about it with tom brady coming back which we haven't really discussed uh, a lot of those guys are going back to Tampa. And one of them was Jerome Whitehead. I think people was really enamored with him because he's an ex-fit guy. And they was thinking, well, we if the stores can't get Edmonds to a you know realistic fair market deal, they go after him. I have a feeling he'll end up going back to Tampa. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, I can't imagine Edmonds going from Pittsburgh to Detroit. Uh, unless it is all about the vigilance. Yeah. <laughs> it very could, well could be, and that, that means Trey Edmonds will go with him, and then he'll be on their practice squad for the next four <laughs> years if that happens. So, there you go, Trey. Um, guys, I got to tell you, good show. We had talked a lot. Talked a lot about Mitch. I promised you Mitch, Mitch, and more Mitch, and that's what it's going to be. He is your Steeler quarterback. He is most likely going to be wearing number 10, which I got to tell you guys, I'm scared of that. The Steelers have not done well the last 30 years with the number 10. In fact, Tony, Tony and I used to do the retro show all the time. And a number 10 that was really bad for that team in the Super Bowl years was kicker Roy Jarella. And I think of other t- number 10s like Scott Campbell, Dennis Dixon. I think of, of course, Cordell Stewart, which who was good here, but didn't do everything that we wanted. Then the Martavis Bryant um, wearing number 10, Santonio Holmes having some problems with 10 um, just uh, because his attitude got him traded for basically nothing um, to the Jets. And don't forget uh, Mr. Electronic Football, number 10, which I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he comes back because he was a college 
He was a college <laughs> teammate of one Mitchell Trubisky. So do we worry about the number 10 or is this just me being me? Well, I mean, if, if Trubisky can take them to two uh, Super Bowl or two AFC Championship games in five years, I'd be okay with that. Or, you know, if he could throw out a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, I'd be okay with that. So, you know, that, that, that's that's some of the things that the number 10s have done around here. You know, in, in San Antonio's case, he caught it. He didn't throw it, but, you know, same. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he did a lot for them to get there. Oh, well, we've got breaking news. Let's see if this is anything. Um, whoa. Oh, so apparently it looks like Chuksakorafor. Hold on to your hats. This is not official, but this might be the first numbers we see on Chuks. It's three years, twenty-four million. Woo! Starter. He's your wow. he's your right tackle for next year. <laughs> wow. Um. That's what the rumor is. It it does not seem official, so we're not going to uh, – we don't have enough sources on that, but that's something that has just been tweeted out there. Um, take that for whatever you want to take that for. But um, Andrew Wilbar on our Slack channel, just when he read that, just wrote one word, ouch. And <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Gosh, I can't even repeat what Matty Peverell just wrote. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could, but I mean, the Australian guys get away with with that cussing more than I do. But <laughs> so I, I'm hoping that that's not the case. And uh, let's forget I even brought that up because, <laughs> well, if that's the case, I'm drinking tonight and I don't drink. So that would be a true hangover. But anyways, fellas, thanks so much for your time today, and um. So, uh, yeah, Jim Reuter's like, wait, hold up, say that again. <laughs> um, that's that's a rumor out there, but it, I don't know if that's uh, if that's well, anything official. Eight years, 24 for Chooks. I mean, in fairness to Chooks, he has been starting really every year since what 2019, I don't know, 2020. So, I mean, he's he's got experience as a starter, so I guess that's maybe that's the going rate for starters now. And Shannon wants to say something. All, all I wanted to say is, you know, your guest last night on the show and, and our colleague, Brother Smith, Coach Smith, he said the same thing earlier on our Slack channel that he believes that Okafor, they brought him back, not just because of his starting experience, but because of his athleticism and mobility. It's kind of a signal of a shift in offensive line philosophy. So, uh, and I, I'll trust him on that one. Yeah, that, that is something that I definitely will as well because Kevin being a coach, he, uh, man, I could listen to him all day. When I do shows with him, I basically throw throw the stuff out to him and let them roll because I know I know what he's going to come up with is just going to be absolute genius. So you got to check out guys like KT Smith on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. On the editorial side, check out Shannon White, check out Tony Defio, check out the Becks, the Hartmans, the Schofields, check out the Wilbars, check out all those guys, and check out all the Benedict. Don't forget about Benedict as well. And then check out those guys on this side of the coin too. The next show that's going to be coming your way is going to be tomorrow. It's going to be, we've, we've got a little bit of a change um, just in the schedule. We're going to have Jeffrey Benedict in the cutting room floor now at 5 a.m. 
on Tuesday. And then at noon, it's going to be the live mic with Michael Beck. So just a little flip-flopping between those two. So check out those shows as well. And then you'll have the Scobros tomorrow night. There's going to be great shows all week. And guys, I don't know if you got a chance to, to do it. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Jeff Hartman this morning on Let's Ride, a very special guest, and this was a great one. LaVon Kirkland was on the show today. You got to go back and listen to that. This guy, he's a true stealer, and it's great to hear him talk about the things that he talked about, and it was awesome. So go ahead. I'm going to go listen to it again. I got to listen to it before it debuted and, you know, perks of being the podcast producer, but (laughs) I listened to it Friday night right after it was recorded and it is excellent. I can't wait to hear it again. So you need to check that out. So for Mitch Trubisky, Shannon White, and Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. And just when you think you've got all the answers, we keep changing the questions. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the hypocycloids and stay with BTSC all week long. We love you, BTSC Nation.